Hey, we are live. It's your girl, Lisa Denae. Welcome to the show. It's Lisa Denae Live, and it is August 14th. Can you believe it? We're already in August. I am so happy to be here tonight. I'm so thankful that you all chose to tune in and join us. Listen, we're in August already of 2020. Can you believe it? It seems like 2020 kind of just started, although it's been a hell of a year. We are already in the month of August, and I am so happy and so pleased to have a very special guest with me tonight, and we're going to talk about a wonderful topic. So I want to go ahead and introduce our guest, and it is none other than Dee Moore. She is the founder of the Fashionable and Thick Foundation, among other things. She's an artist, I mean, author. She is a fashion designer. I mean, so many things. Dee, tell us a little bit about you. I mean, you have so many things. You wear so many hats. And just tell us more about you. Well, I am the founder of the Fashionable and Thick Foundation, producer of Glamour Glitz and Curves, which is a uh, showcase for the plus size female featuring plus size designers and plus, plus size females. Uh, I'm also an author of Life Support for the Curvy Female. I also am the stylist and owner of the Darkest Collection by Dee Moore. Excellent. Now, that's a lot. That is a lot that you have going on. And I must just say that, um, you know, your Darkest Collection is amazing. I have seen a lot of pieces on there that I want. You know, I'm one of those people that be trying to get down to my goal weight first. <laughs> Because I be mean, like, oh, my pooch may not look good in that, but you know, we'll see how that works out. But it's amazing that you are so talented to be able to do so many different things. Thank you. That's the reason why I wanted to talk about this topic, and I couldn't think of anybody else that I wanted to talk about it with because you cover it from so many angles mm -hmm. of being a designer and being a stylist and being part of the plus size industry. So I think that you would have a very um, informed voice on what we're talking about now, which is the difference between body positivity and overexposure. So for me, I think that means to me, I'm going to tell you why, why I felt like I want to talk about this. Because I see a lot of people who are body positive. Mm -hmm. And I big up them on that. I think that it is amazing, you know, that they're body positive. But for me, I think the biggest thing about body positivity is also knowing how to display your body in a tasteful way. Mm -hmm. And when I start seeing a lot of body positive movements, it seemed to me like a whole bunch of people just get naked. <laughs> so I was like, what's going on? So tell me, what is your take on it? Well, I will say this. When I sought out to joined the body positive mission. Posing naked was never on my agenda. That's that's not something that, you know, I approve of. You know, um, I can go back and forward all day long with people that say, yeah, you know, you can't tell someone how to display their body, po body positivity. But I'm looking at, I have a teenage daughter. Well, she's 19 now. I also work for the school district. I teach. And it's a lot of young ladies that's going up and down the hallway that have issues with, with the way they look. Mm -hmm. Social media is big now. So when they go and look up body positivity, 
Is naked pictures the first thing you want your child to see? Right. And then you have them posing naked, thinking that it's okay. And, and you know, trying to get loves or likes or, or, or what have you on social media. No, that's, that's not the way it goes. There is tasteful ways of displaying body positivity. Some, yes. of, some of that stuff that I see, I'm sorry, I'm going to go ahead and say that it's soft porn. Oh, yeah. Now, I've seen some stuff like that, too. And it kind of confuses me because I feel like that's a different message you send in. You know, body positivity is kind of like a photo that I saw of you a little while ago. You had on a two piece and I was like, OK, go ahead. D. I can't wait to act on two piece. You know, I didn't have a little mi mi too many two piece is a chicken. So <laughs> right now I can't wear the two piece. <laughs> But when I do get to wear it, that's how I want to wear it. It was in a tasteful way. It was mm -hmm. showing your mm -hmm. body, but it wasn't showing like in a subject, sub, seductive type of way. I, so I don't have a picture of me. I am wrapped. I am I am draped. I don't know if you saw that one. It's a black and white picture. It's out there. I'm draped, but you can't see any body parts. There is no no uh, subjective poses. It's It's very serene. And I like that too. I guess I wanted to us to dive into a little bit about why do we think people feel that they have to expose everything for it to be body positive, body positivity, when to I, be part of that movement. When I first stepped into the movement, I saw a lot of that and I'm still seeing a lot of that. A lot of it has to do with photographers. Photographers mm -hmm. are taking advantage of some of these young ladies who are oh well you shoot you know you shoot this way you know it'll get you a bunch of likes or whatever and it proves you're confident you wow. can be confident with clothes on right right so how does a woman i mean i know how i would handle it but somebody just coming into the industry how do they handle that if they feel like a photographer is telling them, look, this is the thing right now. This is what we're doing. This is what most people want to see. And if you're not going to show no skin, you're not going to get any type of attention. I mean, what would your advice be to somebody in that situation? First of all, before you go to doing, do your research. Do, do your research. And if you go to a photographer, a new photographer, or you, I would suggest not um, going to the shoot by yourself mm, that's good that's go, good go someone you know if, if 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 it's allowed and don't let anybody force you to do anything that you don't want to do mm, but right some of us we have hidden agendas too <laughs> that's true <laughs> We'd rather pose with the clothes off instead of the clothes on but See, that's we, yeah, we, we, we can call me back on another episode for that. That is definitely another topic, but a topic that I feel like we can't address because at the same time, you have your moods, okay? We're all human. You have your moods where you want to show a little something. Mm -hmm. But my thing is, you got to understand what comes with that. So if you want to show a little something, I've, I've seen so many people that got these ass shots and they showing all this, these boobs. And then they're the first one, why y'all in my inbox? Why these men all in my... And I'm like, what did you think was going to happen? You That's the confusion for me. Put yourself out there. So what do you think is going to happen? Right. You know, out this to come. Exactly. You invited so, 
and and I can say that because I'm talking to myself when I posted that two piece. Maybe I shouldn't have posted it because I invited the stalkers to come. My inbox was off the chain. That's but the two piece was nice. I know, it was very tasteful. But you, you, hey, you know, you have some 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 gentlemen that out there that just. Well, you know, this is the season of thirsty. You can have on a three-piece suit. I'm telling you, <laughs> they will still be in your inbox. Ask me how I know. You have a three-piece suit and a fur coat. They still going to be in your inbox. <laughs> but I just feel like what can we do to help, especially the younger generation? That's my main worry. Because we see so much mm -hmm. and it seems like that's the way to go. And, you know, I'm glad that I don't have any daughters because I would just be so afraid for them right now. Because mm -hmm. everything you see is showing you that that's how you get noticed. That's how you get known. And even in some respects, that's how you get paid mm -hmm. is to show your body. I would just suggest, you know, we, we have to keep advocating for our youth. We, we have to show them the way. They have to have more of positive role models that are, are not doing this so that we can show them, hey, this is how this goes, X, Y, Z, or A, B, C. Yeah, I think that sometimes we do, like I said before, we do get in our moods where we want to be sexy. But I think that was the thing that I felt, and you know, I don't want to get off on a tangent in this because it's a whole topic about it's by itself. But <laughs> some of the things that I felt when we were talking about uh, some, me and my friends were talking about the WAP video. This is my problem with it. I don't have a problem with the song. I don't have a problem with necessarily the lyrics. But what I do have a problem with the exposure to the people that's going to be exposed to the young people. When you know that these people look up to you, you know that this is how a lot of them live their life. I feel like some of that you should temper. You should temper it some. Now, you know, some of these people got an OnlyFans. Use that for your OnlyFans page because you know that's those people are going to be on there. But when you're talking about something that you're doing mainstream, I just feel like we have to evolve to be something better. A lot of people say, well, you know, two live crews like did that. And, you know, so many people in the past did it. That's true. But do we ever stay the same or can we evolve because the same argument some people have about racism well we've been calling them niggas i mean it's just been the way it's been we have to evolve to something better in my opinion than just showing our bodies i would say for them you know it's entertainment right it's 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 Purely, and I know that you have, you know, some girls out there, you know, they like Cardi B, they like Nick, uh, 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 Megan Three Stay. But it's, it's, I mean, you have to draw the line, it's entertainment, it's definitely entertainment. But at the same time, when it's splattered all over your social media, when it's everywhere. And not just with them. It's just seeming like it's the norm. And, you know, it used to be a time. And I, I'm with plus size women mm -hmm. doing, the, doing the thing. So I'm not against it. But it used to be a time where you wouldn't see big women doing some of the things that you see everybody else do. Now, I'm not an advocate for that. Feeling like, like some people feel like, well, Lizzo need to sit down somewhere. I don't feel that way. I feel like Lizzo could do her thing because everybody else doing her thing, their thing. I don't feel like she needs to sit down because, quite frankly, I think she looks more appealing than they do. Mm -hmm. um, but that's just a matter of taste. 
But what I am saying is, do you think sometimes plus size women feel like they got to go over the top to be noticed because everybody else is doing it? They do. I can see that. They yeah. feel like they got to do a little extra. Absolutely. But we don't. You don't have to. I mean, sometimes you have to be noticed. But what type of notice are you trying to get? That's the whole point. That point. What are you trying to get? What are you trying to accomplish? And that honestly says a lot about you and your self-esteem that you feel like you have to do a little extra to get some attention. I don't have to do extra. I'm not going to do extra. Absolutely. I agree with that. But, you know, I do feel like that's something that we see. So in your book, Life Support for the Curvy Female, tell us a little bit about um, what your book is about and how do you provide life support for, you know, those of us that are plus size? My book is a very, it's transparent. I'm a realist and I believe in telling you the truth, not what you want to hear or in sugarcoating your egos. Mm -hmm. Okay. Some of us are plus size because we have medical issues, thyroids, the medications that we have on, that, you know, that we're on. Some of us are plus size because we have eating problems, you know, uh, with, with uh, anxiety and, and, and it forces us to, 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 we stress eat. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm fat. Okay. So what are we, what are you going to do about that? Are you going to feel sorry for yourself? Or are you going to while in your in your sorrow or are you going to try to do something to to change that if you don't like the way you look then you get up and you get your regimen and and you 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 work at it second right. it also teaches those who are not familiar with fat shaming who may pick up my book and may decide to read and see what's what it's about the effects of fat shaming the bullying the depression you may cause, the anxiety you may cause that person. Um, fat shaming and bullying causes a lot of mental issues. Mm. Okay, so what do you call, what is fat shaming for people that don't know? Basically just making fun and calling someone out, you know, because of their size. I want to talk about this in terms of male, female. Okay. And I want to talk about this in terms of relationships, because I think a lot of people may be experiencing this and not really realizing what's going on. I've had guys that will approach me mm -hmm. and actually like me because of my size. But then if they feel like I like them or we get to talking or if we feel like we're going to date, it's all this. Well, I wish you were a little smaller or, well, can you lose weight? And I always be puzzled by that because I'm thinking, Okay, you approached me at this size. You approached me. So it was only when I became wise and hip to the game that I realized it was a tactic to try to lower my self-esteem by having me question myself. Mm -hmm. But my thing has always been, if you didn't like this size of a woman, why did you try to talk to me? Why would you ever approach me if this is not the woman that you wanted? There is a myth that plus size females have low self-esteem. Yes. Pretty much do anything just to say that they have someone. That's where that comes from. So you have a lot of dudes out there that will try to play on that. That's where that comes from. And you know what? I'm glad you said it because I know that's true. I know that's true. Like 
guys yes. will I, I, and but <laughs> yes i've even had a guy say uh to me once is that why you wear makeup you don't love yourself i say i wear makeup because i'm an artist like make putting on makeup is like art just like everything else i do nail art i do all different types of hairstyles it's like an art to me mm -hmm. I, and it's the same thing with makeup if i put on blue lipstick like i have on today it ain't got nothing to do with i don't love myself it just be ridiculous same so i'm glad you made that point red hair to orange i might be blue right now i'm blind right it has nothing to do with your self-esteem but you know i'm glad you made that point because that is a big thing in dating and being plus size some people think right off the bat if you're plus size you are so right they think oh she must have low self-esteem or she gonna be happy just to have somebody clearly it's not the case not at all or they got to tell you you're pretty all the time. And it's like, okay, I know. I've been knowing since I came on earth. <laughs> I'm the last person you need to tell. <laughs> so when it comes to fat shaming in relationships, what would you say to somebody who's actually going through that? I can attest to that. I lived it for about 20 years. Oh, wow. That's where the whole fashionable and thick got created. I got tired of, you know, the fat shaming, the ridiculing. It just it just was a mess. So I decided to take that word and turn it into a positive. Wow. And in doing so, I healed myself. Mm -hmm. and and, I, and go ahead. What I'm thinking is it don't start big. It starts small because that's how I feel like it started with me. It'll start small like... Um, you know, suggestions on what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat. It does. I mean, yeah. they try to they 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 try to seem caring, but at the same time, it's like they're lifting you up and tearing you down in the same sentence. Right, right. For me, I I can say from my experience, once I realize that's going on, I just cut the cord. You know, I'm I'm out. I don't play. I don't. You know, I'm done with that because I feel like it's manipulative. It's trying to tear you down because once you, this is the funny thing about it to me. When a man really love you, they're not going to make jokes about your weight. If they want you to lose weight, they will help you. They will help work out with you or whatever. But Wait. when you find that the minute you start losing weight, they start acting funny and they start trying to get you to eat other things or who you losing weight for, then you already know. You got to whack up. Yes. <laughs> You know they was running game from the very beginning. But I do feel sorry for people who are experiencing fat shaming. And I want to encourage people to get your book because I want them, because, you know, a, a person that have never been on this side of it don't understand that sometimes it's made, it, it's a big deal sometimes. People make a big deal out of it. You know, I know that you probably understand this, even having friends that aren't plus size. You don't see me in you don't see me in here. That keep commenting. I can't see their picture. I don't know who it is. I don't know who it is either, but you don't see me in here. I care. Well, listen here. I see you and I'm glad you care, but I'm gonna need you to identify yourself. <laughs> Please do. Identify yourself because right now you're just showing up as Facebook user. So we need to know who you are. But what I was gonna say, I, I really kind of lost my thought of what I was gonna say. Um, but I was talking about um, being fat shamed. This is what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can have friends that are not plus size 
And then you find them saying stuff like, oh, I'm fat. Or, and it's kind of like, are you trying to throw shade? Especially when you know you're not fat. True. You know, it, it, it kind of, oh, okay. One what? shot. But why come we can't see you? Hey, Don. <laughs> you can join in the discussion. You can join in on the discussion one shot. So what I was saying is, you know, when they say things like, oh, I'm fat or, oh, I need to lose weight. Can that be seen as a form of fat shaming? Because a lot of times, you know, they throwing shade. It can be throwing shade. Or it can be a mixture of they're not satisfied with their particular body or what have you. Yeah. So how do you handle that? Have you ever been in that situation? With my friends? Not that I can think of. So I'm not sure how I would. Hmm. See, you know, I've been in that situation with friends where they make little strange comments and they say stuff like, oh, I wish I was big or oh, I'm fat. Oh, I hope I never get fat. And I used to just let it go. <laughs> I used to just let it go and be like, well, it's not so bad being fat or, you know, I would try to play the game. But now that I've gotten older, I say, why, what you're saying that to say what? Like, what's the real point of you making that comment? You hope you never get fat. Like, are you trying to throw shade because you feel like I'm fat? I mean, what is the point of your comment? Are you trying to throw shade? Well, probably it's the reason why I don't have no friends. Because <laughs> I really don't let that slide no more. I really need to know why you are saying that. And to me, I feel like it's a subtle way of trying to fat shame. I really do. I can see that. I get that. So I want you to talk a little bit more about fat shaming. Because we see that sometimes... You know, believe it or not, there's a lot of guys who feel like Megan Thee Stallion is fat. Yeah. I've seen that. And I'm thinking all the time, like, what are y'all looking at? There's nothing fat about her. I don't think she's fat. To me, fat is, you know, I can show you fat. Fat is when you got some rolls. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with them, though. They call love handles. But <laughs> when you got a little something to hold on to in the midnight hour. That's what I would consider fat. True. And then you have these people who want to make a difference between fat and thick. And, and what do you say to that? <laughs> have you seen that? The, 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 mm -hmm. I'm trying to get my words together. <laughs> I want to say that there is a difference. There is a difference. There is a difference. Um, some of us, we tend to lean to that thick side. Mm -hmm. Reality, we're, we're fat. Well, what do you think is the difference? See, to me, I'm going to tell you what I think the difference is. Go ahead. Thick to me is I consider myself thick because I still have a shape. You know, you can still see my curvy shape. You can see my waist. You can yes. see my boobs. You can see my butt. Yeah. So I consider thick. To me, fat is when it's just a blob. You don't see no shape. 
all you see is just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. That's to me the difference between fat and thick. That was that was what I was gonna go for. That was what I was gonna say. Okay, so we can agree on that, but still no shade to people who, who fit the other category because still it's all yeah, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. So I want to uh elaborate a little bit more because I feel like I'm doing too much talking. So talk to us, tell us a little bit more about you know your advocacy, advocating because really. To be honest, the majority of women are plus size. It's not like it used to be. No, it's I not. Mean, and no. plus, clothes are so much smaller. They're made smaller even than they used to be. I even advocate for the big and tall man. There are mm. men there who are body shamed as well. Sign me up for that job, too. Because I can advocate for some big and tall men, too. I'm just saying. I, mean, I think big and tall men are excellent. Do um, big and I, tall men? I'm sorry, what'd you say? I've been called out on more than one occasion to advocate for a child. Of course, you guys don't see me. I may post a, a picture or two up, but I don't say much about it in order to keep the confidentiality because it is it is a child. Okay, Lisa, I must say, uh-oh, the comment. You know what? You know, uh, people only come on when they have something to say, but they are real haters. Okay, I agree. Sometimes oh. people. Who is that? Is that Don still talking? I think it is, but I need him to come on with it. Come on and talk. Talk the talk. Get into the conversation. I'm going to ask. I'm going to invite Don. In here, in my MJ voice. Get in here. <laughs> Come on in the room. Come on in, Don. Come on in and, and be a part of the discussion, be a part of the conversation. But I do see what you're saying. I've been um, advocate for a child because the child was being bullied because of her size. Was this by school, by someone at school or, or family yeah. members? School. Oh, wow. Now, that's really sad. Ooh. That's and really sad. Mom is, you know, she was in in a predicament where she couldn't get the the, the proper fitting clothes or whatever. So I stepped in to help. So we do a lot of that. That's surprising to me because, you know, I remember being a child. I remember that I was always thicker than everybody else. Mm -hmm. I remember being on the cheerleading team, and I was always thicker than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And it was always um, some adult that had something sideways to say. And for whatever reason, it didn't really bother me. But I could understand being a child in this day and age, people take things a little too far and they take things a little further. So I'm glad that they have somebody like you to advocate for them because it is hard. Mm -hmm. It is hard being different in any any type of way. So definitely um, that's amazing that you are able to go and do that. And hopefully that child felt better. But I mean, it's sad that you have to do that on behalf of a child. He wrote me a letter and told me thanks and sent me pictures. Wow. Wow. I think that's really cool because, you know, we all know that it don't turn out good all the time. These kids commit suicide. These kids go into deep depression. Absolutely. 
you know, they fall into substance abuse and substance use. And it's really hard for people who are already struggling with emotional eating to feel some type of way about their weight because mm-hmm. then you turn to food mm-hmm. and then you start to do more emotional eating. So you? it's, yeah, I think, I think I, I've been guilty too. I spent the whole first part of this pandemic in a, a pint of ice cream. <laughs> so, and so I know, um, I know how that is, but I think it's so amazing that you advocate for people. And so when you say you advocate for big and tall men, what type of situations have, have you had to step in on behalf of a male? I haven't been called out, for, called out yet for, for a male, but I'm, I'm willing to advocate for him as well. That's why I include them. If you look on my website, they're also included as well. I haven't had a situation where I've been called out too, but I will. Well, see, that's awesome because I, I think that there's definitely probably some situations um, where men could use an advocate in terms of, you know, the fat shaming and all that, because people expect men to, the men bodies to look a certain way, just like they expect women bodies, you know, and I, I think a lot of men won't speak up on it. Of course, because it's kind of hard for them. Yeah. You know, I, I found that being an advocate advocate for uh, domestic violence awareness that a lot of men, when I first started doing it, I found out a lot of men were being hit. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. Absolutely. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, women's really out here putting hands on men. So, so I think it's so good that you are out here and able to advocate for men because they definitely need it. I mean, you know, they definitely need it. Uh, you're Don trying to what we're gonna it? have Don joining the discussion in a minute, but anyway, they definitely need it. But I still want to get to this. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about fat shaming and overexposure and um how people present themselves on social media in the plus size community. I want to mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about that because we find a lot of people that are influencers who often find themselves um being role models, being role models in the plus community. So how do you feel about that? If once you're seen as a role model, you can't deny that. You know, a lot of people say, well, you shouldn't be a role model. Well, once people see you as a role model, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, you can't take it back. Right. So you have to be very mindful of what the content that you put out there. Yes, absolutely. Especially in terms of overexposure. Yes. Absolutely. Come, hey, Don. <laughs> oh my God, he crashed the party. Yeah, I did. So we have another voice that's come on to the show, Don Mills. Man, it's been so long since I've seen you. It's, it's, it's good to have a male's perspective over for overexposure. What's your? Oh my God, yes, it is because I think they always have double-minded perspectives that's just my opinion because i think in some respects they want the double am i right down no not really um you know a lot of times people say that we want to see everything no we really don't because some things you don't want to (laughs) see my thing is this i mean if you're going to be positive about what you do then do it i mean if you feel that showing all is going to work for you then do that but I don't think it's something that everybody needs to see. They don't. 
You know, being a photographer, I've seen everything. You know, at one point, I was told that all I do is make women take their clothes off, which is not true. You know, when you go into a photo shoot, your mindset is to do what you want to do. If you want to take them off, you're going to take them off anyway. But the thing is, when you do it, what are you going to do with it? Now, I can shoot it, but I can't do nothing with it. So why do it? You know, on the on the on this thing here that D is doing, it was a great move because once we started and everybody else started doing it, but they were doing a little bit different. And you don't have to show everything to be positive. Well, okay. So what do you mean about um, they were doing it a little bit different? Well, I mean, you know, in the studio, you never see everything that really happens. So you really don't know what was really going on. All you saw was the end image. That's all you saw. You know, yeah, it looked like everybody was was naked, but they really weren't. But that's what you saw. Uh, but they didn't show anything. That's the whole thing about it. They didn't show anything. They made it look one way, but it wasn't. But now you have women that show everything. And I don't agree with it. I really don't. You might think it's a good thing to do, but I don't think you should really do it so what do you think okay i i really don't think so either but i guess my question to to it and why reason why i want to talk about this topic is i don't think it's going to get you the outcome that you think it's going to get you absolutely now i would really like to hear that from a male's point of view because i think that sometimes people feel like it's going to get them a particular outcome so from a male's point of view do you think for the most part it's getting the outcome that they want I don't believe it will because who's your target? Who's the target audience that you're trying to get this attention from? Mm -hmm. You know, who who are you trying? Who are you trying to get? Just like Lisa, you talked uh, last week. The industry, the industry is very brutal. Whether it's the modeling industry, whether it's the music industry, it's brutal out here. And if you right. don't know where you're trying to go. You could be abused in the industry. We know this. I mean, how many people get exploited by, by photos? I mean, you got to be careful what you're doing, who you're doing it with. Everybody's not going to protect your interests. They're really not. So what are you really trying to do? And who are you trying to, who are you trying to get the attention of? Well, Dee has spoke to that earlier about a lot of people being taken advantage of by photographers. I think I guess for me, the main thing is when it comes to body positivity, what is the message? You know, I think that's the main thing that people should keep in mind. What is the message that you're trying to send? If the message you're trying to send is I'm sexy, look at me, then yeah, you might want to show a little more. But if the message you're trying to send is I love myself, I'm positive about my body, I'm not ashamed of my size or my shape, you don't have to be naked to do that. Absolutely. That's just my opinion. Absolutely. I told you, a uh, soft porn. That's what it is, soft porn. The thing is, my thing is this too. There's not a, there's not money in taking off your clothes. There's no money in that. So if you're trying to make well, money, I think some people with some OnlyFans will beg to differ. Well, you got to <laughs> show. Well, my thing is, show me the bank account. If you're really making all this money, show me. Hmm. I can't speak next, to it because I don't have an OnlyFans. Well, well, here's the next thing too. If I, I try to help. If you're making all if you are if you're making all this money and showing your body is all that you want to do, then that means you can afford to pay for it too, right? 
You're not talking about a twenty-five, thirty-five, $40, $50 photo shoot, right? That means you can really pay for it. You get the proper lighting, you get everything that you need so that you can so that you can sell this image to someone. Because see, you can't go shoot for all these places and be in the closet with a light and say, I'm gonna put this picture out here. You can't take a cell phone and say, Well, I'm gonna do this and this is gonna be the outcome. It don't work like that. Mm, that's can, a you good point. can you afford it can you pay for it really can you pay for it because it's not so, cheap. so basically people get trying to get more bang for their buck by taking off their clothes because they feel like this is going to give me maximum attention yeah mm -hmm. mm. who's yep. getting attention the photographer is getting the, we're getting all the attention because we can look at it all day long we can see it okay well great but at the end of the day i still need the money or you don't get the pictures Yep. So then you don't give me the money and I got the pictures. What am I going to do with them? Well, you can do whatever you want with them. That's Absolutely. the problem. Absolutely. That's so why I don't think you should ever do that. You shouldn't be overexposed like that. See, my thing is the reason why I have a problem with it is because, especially as a black woman, I don't feel like we should ever feel like that's our only value is our body. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, everybody got a body. Who mm -hmm. don't? But what we should be more proud of is our minds, our thoughts, our achievements, our character, who we are as a person. But when you just constantly showing your body, then you get mad when you're objectified. But people mm. are going to treat you like an object when you treat yourself like an object. That's just my personal opinion on it. Mm -hmm. And then you got people who say, well, you know, we should be able to show ourselves however we want. That don't give them a right to treat us that way. I feel like that's living in a fantasy world because it's just like anything else. If you treat, if you treat yourself like trash, somebody else gonna treat you like trash. The same as you treat yourself like a queen, they don't have no choice but to treat you like a queen. Yeah. So I just feel like it's part of the body positivity movement. There should also be a movement to respect your body to a point where you ain't just putting it out there for the world to see. Not too much of it, like D said, soft porn. Unless you're trying to go into the porn industry. Yeah, but if and then you if you're trying to go into the porn not, industry, do your thing. Yeah, but we're not going. We, but we're not going to talk about photographs. We're not talking about photographs now. We're talking about video. A whole different beast now. Because think about it. Most of these pictures that I see, they really need to go to a retouch on for real. Because some of the things I see, you won't post. You can't post some of the stuff that I see. You can't, you can't sell it anywhere. You can't, you can't sell. But do you think a lot of people, you think people are really in it to try to sell it? Because I think, this is the reason why I wanted to have D on. Because I think that somehow becoming a model got lost through social media. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people call themselves plus size models. And they just posting on social media. It's, yeah. it's, they don't have no portfolio. They just basically posting selfies and posting stuff on social media, getting photo shoots. And now all of a sudden they're a model. Body, and that's the reason why I wanted to. Body positivity and the plus size model has some way gotten confused. They are totally mm -hmm. different. I have nothing. Fashionable and thick has nothing to do with fashion. The darkest what? does. Fashionable and thick will be at a fashion show cater to plus size model, but the move that movement has nothing to do with plus size fashion whatsoever in some kind of way it has gotten confused mm. 
Well, I think so people tell got us what differentiates it. I never sought out to be part of, I'm not a model and I'm not trying to be a model and I never sought out to, to, to be in the model world. Just some kind of way I, you know, I ended up in it. I actually want to advocate for those who are body shamed, especially our youth. And so fashionable and thick is about changing the word, changing the way the word fat is used. So Correct. it's mostly about changing the way that people deal with people that are plus size and people that we deem as fat. Absolutely. So, so what, what my whole point for the plus size modeling is that somehow it got lost where people don't even seek after a career anymore in no. modeling. They no. just be social media people and social media models. And that's the reason why the quality of the photos have gone down. Because if you're really trying to be a plus size out, a, a lot of these photos ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. They're not industry quality. No. And so I feel like some people got into it to try to feel better about themselves and try to have a better self image. And then by calling themselves a plus size model, make themselves feel a little better and have better self esteem. They but that's the reason why for likes. Yes. Yes, and that's the reason why I like what you're doing because this is a mo more constructive way to do it. Is to just change the way you see yourself, and that's the only way you can change the way other people see you. Yeah, they thrive off of likes and followers, and so putting yourself you know out what? there in a positive way. Go ahead, Don. You know, I gotta say, I gotta say this, um, and I know you're gonna come back to bite later, but I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> What bugs the heck out of me is when you see the word or the name D. Moore, nobody wants to come online and talk about anything that she has to talk about. Nope. Whether it's positive, <laughs> negative, whether it's whatever it is, nobody wants to come on and talk about it. I have a problem with that. Because, see, you don't know what she's really doing. You don't know what she's really about, and you don't really, you, you've never really read anything that she does. And it bothers me because we don't get our, we don't get the support of the people that we need right here in the city of Houston, but we get more support outside of the city. And she's right here. I don't get it. I don't understand. But Lisa, you know that too. We talked about this years ago. When we first got here, we had that same situation. But D well, is know, right here, right now. This is what it is. This is what I think it is. This is going to take us a little bit off the topic, but since you brought it up, I'm going to say it. Sometimes when people know you or they think they know you, when you become who you really are, they have to get reacquainted with you. And rather than mm -hmm. do that, they want to still know that old version of you. See, because Absolutely. we have done a lot of things. Not only is she the owner of fashionable and thick the clothing line she has a foundation she's written a book she has a Dorcas collection i was just talking about this with my son a person could know you and act like oh that ain't no big deal oh, that ain't no big deal but then some stranger can write one book and all of a sudden whoo let's go to a parade oh my god they're an author they wrote a book Absolutely. and here i'm with three books 
and my family don't even acknowledge the fact that I'm an author. So I think that's more of the, these people, their own problem with their self-esteem and the fact that they cannot accept a person that they knew before becoming more than what she was when they first knew her. See, I see that all the time. It's like you said, Don, when I first got to Houston, you know, I was just trying to, you know, find my way. But then when you become a, something else and you start really making a name for yourself, they don't really want to accept that. And I see that with Dee. You know, Dee started out, when I met Dee, she had her boutique. She didn't have the foundation yet, I don't think. She hadn't written the book yet. But look at her now. To me, it's more of a, a joy. It's happiness to see somebody evolve into greatness. But for somebody who don't have it within themselves, they want to act like, oh, it ain't no big deal. But like you said, we'll acknowledge somebody in another area who ain't done half of what she's done. And as soon as they get on something, everybody flocking to it. Yeah. You know, they want to say something. They want to they want to follow it. They want to be on. That's just the way people are when they that's why, you know, when people in their own city can't get recognized because somehow guys will not want to say you personally, but I can't even get people to engage on a post. Oh, oh you're not the only one. I can't even get you, you know, a part of your following to keep you in the limelight and with your content or what have you, you have to have engagement on your posts. And I post some very thought provoking questions with regards to body positivity and fat shaming. I got to tag you to make you answer. I shouldn't have to do that. No, you shouldn't have to do that. But you know what? I'm going to say this. That's part of just being a black woman. Honest to God. That's really just a part of it because sometimes people waiting on you to blow up. And the, the sad part is by the time you blow up, it's like, do I, oh, uh, and you are, <laughs> and you are, Absolutely. do I yep. know you? Yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. and you are. But I get it. I get what you're saying. It's just that mentality we have sometimes as black people. I know some people in the industry that that's the reason why I kind of got out of the whole plus fashion industry. I was done with it because there's some people in the industry they flock to. They, they all they can say is good morning. Oh, everybody on their post. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. You got something of, of I get more support from the east and the west coast than I do here in the south. Because that is one of those things of people with, with their own issues with self-hate and people knowing you and oh I remember when she didn't have nothing and now she trying to act it, it ain't trying to act like it, this is who I am. This is who I am. But the point I'm the same on me. What you see is what you get. And see, that's kind of part of it too. That that's I think it would be easier to take if you was one of those people who announce yourself all the time, be like, I am the D Moore. I need y'all to understand who is in the building. Okay, I'm present. That's that might be easier to take. It's harder for them to take because it's like, man, she's still humble. She's still nice to people. She's still approachable. She's still down to earth. And believe it or not, I feel like that make people even more jealous. Because I think the root of it really is jealousy. I really do. I'm done trying to figure it out. I used to beat myself up about it. You can ask Don. I'll be calling crying. I'm I forget it. I'm a, I'm gonna stay the focus. I'm trying to sometimes. How what you say, Don? I gotta turn my phone off sometimes to keep calling. <laughs> I'ma stay my focus trying to reach those who need help. Forget all the rest of those who, who don't want to jump on board, who don't want to join. Or find out what it is that I'm trying to do. 
Well, oh. I will say this. I will say this. You know, I learned this a long time ago. People will not acknowledge you, but they do see you. I don't care what they say. I they see you. I know that. Yeah. They see you. They see every move. Like I said, I saw the two-piece and I was like, okay, gone girl. I don't know if I said anything or not. I might not have. I'm pretty sure I clicked like, but at the same time, I did see it. Everybody saw it. And so, you know, I think we should do better about that. We should do better about saying, you looking good, girl, or go ahead, girl, or something. We should do better. Stop you. Let me stop you with that. I post that two-piece. Oh, you coming. I post something about body positivity. I post something about this. You won't even click like. I don't. Is it well, you know, is why you liking it? You know, the only thing I can say about that is welcome. Welcome to the club. That's how it is. I did a whole two or three years of before it was cool to celebrate the black man. I did a whole two or three years of black male appreciation day. No engagement. No support. Couldn't even get the men, the black men who I'm trying to appreciate and celebrate. Don, he always supported me. A couple of my other friends, Ken, he supported me. God bless him. He's no longer with us. But I could not even get people to support that. And I, when I finally realized, you just got to do you because it's so sad. Now, if I would have been posting stuff about niggas ain't no good and my baby daddy this and that, I would have had a whole lot of support. But the minute you support, some, you post something positive and you're about something positive, that's when you don't get the support. But, you know, you just got to keep it moving because people like me, we do see you. And like I say to people all the time, you know, I could have stopped doing my show because I don't get a lot of engagement sometimes from people. But what they don't understand is I don't do this for them anyway. Because it's lasting, it lasts forever. I got people from overseas that contact me on shows I did two years ago. Now, if I would have got discouraged because my own people didn't support me, I would have stopped. And I realized it's going to reach who it's supposed to reach. And that's all I got to worry about. Keep pushing because it's going to reach who it's supposed to reach. And people need you. The fact that you advocate for people who are being fat shamed, especially children. You know, that's big because believe it or not, that's the reason why so many people are, are depressed as adults because they never got that love. They never got that acceptance. Nobody stood up for them when they were being fat shamed, when their own family was fat shaming them. So the work you do is very important. And, and for people to try to lump you into the whole plus size industry, not understanding that you're an advocate, what you do is different. You're not trying to be a plus size model, even though you, you are a stylist. But what you're doing is bigger. You have a foundation to advocate for men, women, and children. To me, that's so much more than fashion. That's how that could actually save people's lives. Yes. So to me, that's big. Yes. When I think about the comments or the emails that I receive from doing the glamour clips and curves, you know, people keep doing it. You help me. Keep doing it. You help me. Thank you for doing it so much. Yeah, and I think that that sometimes you don't always get the feedback because everybody not going to tell you, but you are helping so many more people that you never going to hear from. I know that for a fact. That's the reason why I keep going. You know, even from cutting your hair, you know, some people might feel like, wow, it looks great. Or I would have never thought that I could have my hair like that because you know how we are. We feel like, oh, my face too big or it ain't going to look right. But they see you and they 
let me try it. It might look, you know, so you can inspire people in so many different ways. You just got to keep going. That's the reason why I wanted to have you on the show, because I knew you was going to have something to offer about body positivity, because I know that's your movement. And well, that's one of your movements. But I do want to talk about your fashion collection for just a moment, because how did you come to the Dorcas collection? A lot of people don't know. Dorcas is my name given by birth. In the Bible, Acts chapter 9, verse 36, it's a lady. She sold. She sold clothes. Um, with me doing these fashion productions or what have you in T-shirts, I was like, you know, okay, I'm, I'm tired of the T-shirts. It's time for us to get in something else. So I figured if, you know, if I can help style the plus size free meal and, and again, working with my movement, it all kind of works hand in hand to try to uplift someone who's struggling, you know, with their style or self-esteem or what have you. All right. Excellent. So did you always know that you could do that? Or was that just a hidden talent Did you you found out? Did you know you could sew or did you have to learn how to sew? I have to learn. Wow. That's big because I always really kind of wanted to do that. My mom can sew, but I never, when she tried to sit down and teach me, I, I ain't got time for that. Wow. That's kind of big. I always wanted to learn how to sew. So back to the body positivity movement. This is something that I want to talk to you and Don about, get both of your opinions on this. We see that we are seeing more diversity in terms of entertainment with um, black women, women of color. Do you think we're going to see more plus size diversity in terms of music artists? Because, you know, it's way more people out there that can sing more than Lizzo. It's more people that can rap more than Megan Thee Stallion. But we know in past times, if you were plus size, you really didn't get a shot. So well, do you think we're going to see more? You have uh, what's her name? Uh, Rolling in the Deep. What's her name? Adele. Adele. Mm -hmm. We have Adele, but believe it or not, Adele have lost like, I want to say 80 pounds, something like that. And she got more comments on a picture that she posted off of her weight loss than that she ever got on posts about Grammys that she won. See? Over 200 comments, people saying, oh, you look great, you look great, you look great, now that she's thin. But forget that she's won like 12 Grammys. It's like all of a sudden she's important. Yeah. That's how I feel sometimes. How do we well, change you know, that? Speaking of Mm. They Go gotta want to change it. The state gotta want to change it. You know, uh, the industry gotta want to change it. And you know, a lot of times they won't change. But you know, if no. you look at on the gospel side, there's a lot of women of size, a lot of plus size women on the gospel side, and they're doing great things. Yes. You can even look at right now on Sunday's best. There's two yes. in the finals right now. One yeah. and one younger. And both of them, somebody's gonna go somewhere. So yeah. the gospel side, and Lisa, you come from that side too. There's a lot of plus size women on the gospel side and they're doing great things. It's just that circular side that they're not looking at it. And I don't know, but I think it needs to change. Because well, look at Kelly always. Price. Well, Kelly Price, you gotta yeah. look at Kelly. I mean, I've been knowing for a long time. Kelly at one point was on that side and now she's back on the gospel side. So people yeah, are because moving I think the I industry, mean, the industry makes it hard for you. The industry makes it hard for women because 
some of these players and, and people in the industry feel like you're not sexy if you're past a certain size. So they have to try mm -hmm. to market you and they will tell you in a minute, you're not marketable. I need yeah. you to lose 80 pounds. If you lose 80 pounds, I can market you. Yeah. I can't market you in your in your current state. I mean, it's been told to me. So that's the reason why I know. But find the person who knows how to market you. Some some people don't know how. You're marketable. You just have to find the right person to market you. Well, you know, for me personally, I discovered that I, I'm I'm cool on all that. You know, I love the way I am and I'm gonna market myself as is. You take it or you leave it alone. You know, so I'm not a person trying to really push the industry because I'm just gonna ride with whoever support me. Mm -hmm. But for a new person coming up, I'm just hoping that we can change the game and, and not make people feel like they have to be paper thin to be accepted and to be part of the norm. But at the same time, you don't have to overexpose yourself if you're plus size. Because I don't know, I feel like maybe I could be wrong because I don't know Lizzo personally. But I feel like maybe she felt pressure to do do the most you know to show the most and do the most and overexpose because of the industry mm -hmm. i mean do you think that could be possible because i mean just look at regular women a lot of times people feel pressure to overexpose themselves just to get attention yeah 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 so in terms of body positivity what are any um advice that you would like to give people especially from a standpoint of a photographer don what is some advice that you want to give people that are looking to you know show body positivity but need to learn how to walk that fine line well the first thing you got to do is love the skin you're in love who you are love what you're about love what you like to do but understand what you're doing, um, does it really work for you? You know, think about what you're doing. Is it what you really want to do? And also think about what would your family say when they see it? You know, um, mm -hmm. what your children say if they see their mom or, or the mom or their dad like that? What will they say? What will your coworkers say? You know, if you're in a job that you go to Monday through Friday, well, we're, I know we're in the pandemic right now, but if you go to a job every day and people were to see the picture, what are they going to say about it? When you have a job the next day. Once you put it up there, it's out there. There's no retracting it back. Absolutely. Right. So you got to think about it. So that's what you have to do. When you're doing it, think about the, the end out, the outcome of what, of what you're doing. Just think about it. People aren't going to like it. A lot of people, they're not going to. I mean, you get likes because they see something or they think they see something. But what's the real comment going to be? So I can tell you some of mine <laughs> that I've had. <laughs> that'll be another That'll be another segment. Jesus. Did we lose our, our, our host? I guess we did, Lisa. Putting oh, the camera wow. on me. I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, I'm to go I'm to just... Lisa's next now, huh? <laughs> no, I'm She's just back. putting the camera on y'all. I'm trying to put the camera. So what would you say to um, 
people who are trying to get out there in modeling. They want to be body positive, but they feel this pressure to show everything and be overexposed and be sexually suggestive. What would you say to them? How I'm pressuring you to do something you don't want to do. I mean, if you want to do it, do it. If you don't, don't do it. Don't do it. No one can make you do anything you don't want to do. But they're going to hold a gun to your head and make you do it? What can, think about it like this. What can me as a man tell you as a woman to take, what can I make you do? I can't make you do anything. There's nothing I can say. There's no, I mean, there's nothing I can do to make you do what you don't want to do. That's true, but, but I'm talking about like when people feel pressure, when they feel like this is what I have to do. You know, somebody new coming into the industry. This is what I'm going to have to do to compete with everybody else that is out here and that's popular. The first question I would ask them is, do you feel that you need to do this? Tell me why. We, we finna have a very thought-provoking conversation. Why? I need for you to tell me, and I mean listen, why, why do you feel that you need to do Let's let's get to or ask someone that's in the got right now. What did they do? Did you have to do this to get here? I guarantee they'll tell you no. No. If you look at if you look at the majority of the women that have hit the runway, and we're gonna use uh four figure fashion week, half of them and none of them took no clothes off to get to where they got. Because here's the thing, because if you do. And the producers of the show see it, then you're not coming anyway. Mm. So basically, what you're trying to, I feel like this is what I've gotten out of this conversation is that it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. If you're really trying to have a career, it don't take all that. But if you're Absolutely. trying to just be seen and get some likes, then do whatever you want to do. And a lot of people get that confused. I'm telling you, they thrive off of likes and, and to be seen. They think that's what's up. That's not what's up. Do likes get you paid? Uh, no. Is, is the lights plant likes paying the, the lights, the water in the gas? <laughs> mm. No. But I think that some people feel like casting directors and not me um, agencies go on people's profile they got a lot of likes i think that's the misconception people really believe that you know that's I've, had with, I've had it out with a couple of people you know when it comes to my shows if i go on there and i see you posting this raunchiness and it, i'm going to you got to go i'm either going to ask you to take it down and to refrain from it long as you are a model in my show or you have to go why my sponsors see that and at any given time they can ask for their funds back and that i'm not no and that's no matter how many likes you got i don't care how many likes mm -hmm. you your mama can like it i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> see i think that's a good point i really do because i'm telling you i know especially young people they feel like if they got you know i talked to an older person okay who was trying to hire me to do marketing um, for his station. I'm not going to say too much, but I will say this. When they were directing me to certain people, they said, this is the reason why this lady should be quality for the station because she got over 300 likes on one picture. 
Well, when I looked at the picture, I said, well, sure she did. She butt naked. I mean, of course she got 300 likes. Does that mean she's a quality person for the station? I was so confused. Like, is that how people really think? That mean if you get all these likes, you're a quality person? I think some people think that way. And then Let me some say of, this. Uh, oh, go ahead, Jim. And then some of them, you know, uh, they buy, buy followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've you heard know, that too. Uh, I've um I've learned a lot of stuff here in the last few years, and that's why people don't really see what I really truly do every day because I don't put it out there. Um, and I'm not trying to put this organization out there to say anything positive or negative about the organization, but you both know when I first became a member of Doric Temple number 76, mm -hmm. um, when I first came into Doric, you know, uh, you, well, Lisa, you know, before I even went in there, I was bringing them on your show before I even got in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got in. And when I got in, I started moving a little bit. It started shaking up some stuff a little bit when I started moving in. And then I became the Imperial Director of Photography for the Prince Hall Affiliation or the Black Shrines. Mm -hmm. And when that position came about, it came about because of what I do and how I do things. So now I'm the a director now, but I look at how I hire my people and how my team works for me and what we do. Um, none of these guys, and I mean, all 15 of the guys on the team, great photographers, and they have a passion for what they do. You can go on their page every day long, all day, every day, and look at all the likes they get off of photographs, and they get a lot of them. But not one of them did I hire because of the likes. I hired them because of their passion for what we do. Mm -hmm. So people got to understand when you do things, do it for the passion of the business or don't do it because anyone right. can pick up a camera and anyone can say they're a photographer. But do you have a passion for what we do? Because you can train a person to take a picture. You can train a person to model. But do they have a real passion for doing it? Passion will get you further than being trained because I learned something just last night um, in the conversation we had. It says, everything but love can be taught. Mm. You can teach a person. You can teach a person to do everything, but you can't teach a person to love you. So if you don't have a passion for what you do, you don't love what you do, don't do it. Right. Absolutely. And that comes with even being part of the body, body positivity movement. You know, for me, I never really wanted to get back into modeling or anything like that. But one thing I do want to be a part of is the body positivity, because I feel like people should feel good about their bodies. People should feel good about their skin tone, their features, all that. Because, you know, being black, we, we done been made fun of if you're too light, too dark. If you're somewhere in between, if you got big lips, big nose, whatever. So that's that would be my what I would like to offer to the movement is just be happy with what you have. But as far mm -hmm. as me having to put everything out there to show, I don't feel like that's necessary. And I hope that somehow through this show, people have have learned that you don't have to do all that. 
And then you have to decide how is it that you want this to, to be looked at? Is it really for body positivity or it's for likes? Or maybe you're trying to get a man or a woman, whatever the case may be. But you just got to be, you know, in going into it, knowing what you're trying to get out of it. Well, think about it like this, too. If, if you're a woman that want to show everything to get a man, then once he sees everything, is he going to stay? That part. Is he going to stay? What type of man, what type of man is going to be satisfied with that? Well, you know, they all mm -hmm. satisfied for a minute. <laughs> for a minute. But if you're trying to keep them past a minute, that ain't the way to go. <laughs> mm. That's what I say. That ain't the way to go. That's my opinion. You know, we I think about things like this, too. When you're doing body positivity, think about things like this. Number one is the older you get, being women of color, you got to understand your body is stretched left, right, up, down, all kind of different ways. And if you are really? confident about what you do and you feel that that's what you want to do, then do it. Because I'm going to tell you now, I'm not editing nothing. I don't do that anymore. I don't edit, hide, or cover nothing. If this is what you got, this is what's going to be seen. Now, I know how it we is can, what it we is. can hide it, but it is what it is. So don't ask me, Don, can you take this out and put this in? I'm not doing it. <laughs> can you remove my cellulite? <laughs> well, it has been a pleasure, you two. I thank you so much for being on the show. Do not go anywhere. Um, we're going to talk after the show. But I want to thank you so much for being on the show. And I just want to say this. Um, these two people are very modest. Okay. They are very modest. They downplay their achievements. So I'm going to have to toot their horn a little bit. D's book, I need y'all to go get it. It is, it is available on Amazon right now. Right, D? Is it available on Amazon? Available on Amazon. On. However, if you buy it off of Amazon Smiles, Amazon Smile will donate a po portion of the fashionable and thick foundation. So you okay? So we smiles so that a portion can be donated to the foundation. Okay, definitely want you to go in person to that and add fashionable and thick foundation to your Amazon Smile because also when you do that, no matter what you buy, a portion of your purchase. We'll go to Fashionable and Thick Foundation. So let's do that. If you don't have Amazon Smile, go ahead and find Fashionable and Thick Foundation. And I will get that information from D also to put a link up so that you can do that when you're shopping. I don't know about y'all, but I've been on Amazon just by every other day and I need deliverance. So in the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and add Fashionable and Thick Foundation so that we can support D. But I do want to say this. Um, Follow D on Instagram. She's at dmore247 and follow the Fashionable and Thick Foundation. I want to say this. It is a great achievement to visualize what you want to do and say, I want to be an advocate for plus size women. I want to publish a book called Life Support for the Curvy Woman. I probably said it wrong. Curvy female. For the curvy female. But I want to say it is a huge achievement. D Moore is doing the damn thing and we cannot downplay that. She's modest, so she's not really going to upplay it. She has the Dorcas collection. This lady is doing a lot of things in the, in the community here in Houston. 
And sometimes we have this mentality of being clickish and we only want to push certain people. But let me tell you something. That's another, that's another, that's another segment. Oh God, Jesus. Yes. It's a whole nother show. But I always say this. I say this in regards to myself. I say this in, in regards to my friend, Miss Cat, Catherine Mitchell, who always does big things, but people like to downplay. I say this all the time. You need to get with her while you still have access. Because when she blow up and you don't know the phone number, okay, you can't reach her. Don't be trying to go through me. Don't be trying to go through Don. <laughs> don't be trying to go through everybody you can find because you need you should have supported her while you had the opportunity. So I'm telling you, what she's doing is big. Please reach out. Please get the book. Please support. We need to learn how to support our own while they're here. You know, don't wait till a person get blow up and then you can't reach them no more and try to say, well, I went to school with her. Oh, yeah, I used to work with her. Well, they we here now. So I really want to say um, congrats on everything that you're doing. And you've certainly been looking good because I've been taking note. Thanks. And I've been, you know, saw the two-piece and I figured out I need to set down the two-piece I was eating. Because <laughs> the two-piece and a biscuit is going to keep me out of the two-piece. So I'm really, you know, inspired Thanks. by the two-piece. <laughs> Hopefully this time next year, I can get into a, a real two-piece and not a two-piece with a side of mac and cheese. So with that being said, I also want to toot the horn of Don Mills because he has done some big things in the community. He's always there for the community and, and people who know him know that, you know, being a, a member of his organization and handling the photography, he's a class act, he's very professional. And regardless of what people say, you know, Sometimes people will get a comment from one or two people and they were uh, they will take it and run with it. Yeah. But, you know, you got to know people for yourself. And that's one thing I can say that I'm glad and I'm proud of that I know Don for myself. I want to say thank you to Mayan who says, I appreciate you so much, Lisa. Thank you so much. She also says, thank you, D and Don. Thank well, you so much, Mayan. For tuning in i appreciate your support so before we go any last words before we end the show yeah let me say this uh, i am also the uh the president of the uh, fashionable fashionable and thick foundation so when you see stuff and you really want to know about it, you can reach me as well uh because i know what's going on with the foundation so um i'm in there too so um I'm out here to support everybody and anybody that needs support, just reach out to me. And I appreciate Lisa for always letting me show up whenever and Dee for always bugging the heck out of me. But I'm here for you. Dee, do you have any last words for us? <laughs> if you want to support the foundation by donation or by purchasing one of our lovely teas here, Please visit www.fashionableandthick.net. All right, fashionableandthick.net. You see it there on the screen. Please visit if you want to buy um, some of the merchandise or if you want to make a donation to the foundation. Thank you so much to my guests tonight, Dean Moore. And let me clarify this when you're donating to the foundation, I am a certified 501c3. So you will get record of your donation for tax purposes. 
Absolutely, that's information that we need to know. It is tax deductible. So when you're looking to make a donation so you can get a little tax break, go ahead and log on to fashionableandthick.net. Thank you so much to my guest tonight, um, Dee Moore. I thank you so much for taking the time to be with us tonight. And for Don Mills for crashing the party. Thank you so much for coming on. And all those that tuned in. Say it again, Dee. I'll make you a shirt that says party crasher. <laughs> that would be very fitting. <laughs> Thank everybody for tuning in and we will see you again next week. Bye.